Welcome back to another episode of Wins Lunch. It is 2021. I, as always, am the number one host, Spencer. I am the fan voted number one host. Uh, Shut up. Cutest. We have a fun time uh, planned hey, for you. <laughs> we have a fun time planned for everybody today, and we have a really fun guest. Matheson, let's give a baby round of applause for singer-songwriter, but our friend, Maddie Noyes. Yes. Woo! She's here. Hi, boys. Thanks for oh. having me. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Maddie. You, you're in uh, Mississippi, right? I am currently in Mississippi. How's, how's being home for the holidays? <laughs> being home is always really good. The one thing that's hard about being home is like, you know... I just eat like anything, <laughs> which is really fun, but it also kind of makes me feel sick sometimes because I'm not really used to it, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's like, that's the biggest thing is I'm actually going to the beach the day after Christmas. Hmm. And so, so this is the only year that I haven't just came home and just eaten 12 bowls of cereal and cookies. Yeah. The other day, my dad, the other day, my dad made fried chicken mm. and I ate a pretty serious amount of fried chicken and then I ate some pizza and mm-hmm. I regret nothing. Yeah. You're fine, dude. <laughs> I felt Honestly, same. Yeah. Right. It's like, it, it is part of the holidays to, to, to just eat a lot and it's fine. Everybody does, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. agreed. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So we all have our, our, what are you drinking, Maddie? What do you have in your cup right now? I am a big whiskey girl. I could like drink so much whiskey Ooh. and I could go on and on. It's like a part of my blood at this point. So you have a, you have a hot toddy though. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, that's actually a good song for your vocal cord. That's a good, uh, that's a good drink for your vocal cord. Yeah. I usually drink them like one of them before my show or I'll take it on stage with me and like sip it during the show. Wow. That's definitely a vibe. Matheson, like- what do you have in there? You got whiskey? I got straight makers mark, baby. Nice. In a Maker's Mark glass, nonetheless. Mm. Wow, that's a big flex. I have tequila <laughs> in my, oh my, my mom's tumbler. <laughs> my dog just barked at a duck, if you're wondering what that horrifying <laughs> noise was. Well, that's a, <laughs> like the that's sweetest a, dog in the world. He looks like a, a Dis- the Disney princess of dogs, like a 1950s milk, milk cow cartoon, but he his barks are horrifying. Well, I, I do. That's actually a perfect. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's a perfect segue because on my notes I have Atlas because well, I want to talk about your baby. There's a lot to say about Atlas. One thing that's great is that we just moved into a house with a yard, and he's just not used to that because we came up like in a little apartment together. So no one knows what he looks like, but every time a neighbor passes by with their dog, he like ferociously starts barking. And I love that because I love that. I want everyone to be a little bit afraid of me. So nobody fucks with me, you know, but let them think that he's like a, a huge guard dog. Little do they know he's like a gentle little bunny. Works he's, for the, he's the sweetest little bunny ever. I'm in love <laughs> with your dog. I think everyone is that meets him. He's kind of like a little, healer i know that that word sounds very la but like he really is just has these little sweet healing powers that gets to everyone's heart 
He so, does. He, he's he's the crystal of dogs. I think he's the crystal of dogs. <laughs> I mean, we're <laughs> a uh, we're a we're a zero judgment type of podcast here. So no, I don't judge. Yeah, I don't judge. You know, it's just like in LA, you meet a lot of people that was like, I'm a healer, and they're like not right, here. Right, right. You know, so it's just I, I, Dude, I, I use have, it lightly. I use it lightly. I, I recently got a massage from this lady, and I always like I just like talking to people. And I, so I just like start chatting her up and we're like talking and stuff. And then she goes, she like starts telling me, I'm like, yeah, like, so like, what else do you do? Like besides, you know, masseuse, massaging, being a masseuse, I was going to say masseusing, which is not, (laughs) um, and she was like, oh, I'm like a professional empath. Mm. And I was like, God damn. Like, I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know that was possible to be professional empath, but yeah. And she was just telling me, she was like, yeah, like I just go to people's houses and I just like, tell them why they're sad all the time and i'm like well i guess i mean good for you you know if you can like make a make a living of just like going to people's houses and telling them why i guess sad. there's a market for essentially everything in the book oh yeah. You know? yeah um well I, you know on this podcast we try not too much to be like tell us your journey but honestly in like two minutes or less like I do. I mean, I, and I know this, I know your journey essentially, because obviously we talked about it before, but for all the listeners, for the people who don't know Maddie. Right. And just like, or even like they know you, but they don't know your like how you got from Mississippi to, to touring or whatever it is. Like how, like give us like a short little, little version of, of, of that. You know, I think I grew up in a super small town and being, from such a small town versus like being born in somewhere like LA, it gives you a chance to be a big fish in a small pond. So you always feel more, you feel like I can do this. Like I'm special. There's not many people that do music. And I just never had that thing in my brain of fear. I was always like, let's go for it. I don't care. Everyone thought I was weird. I just never let people's opinions get to me. And that was the secret. It was was not to let anybody like bring me down, but instead use that as fuel. So I moved out uh, the day I turned 16. I got, I just left to Nashville from Mississippi. I got a job as a babysitter. Um, I was just like eating Taco Bell every day and heating up, uh, you know, peanut butter M&Ms in a microwave for dessert. And my rent was only like 400 bucks a month. And I sold my saxophone to move there. And I just did my thing and got lucky and ended up at a house party where I met my managers at the time. And they introduced me to a major label and I was signed at 16. Like, I don't know how it happened, but... Uh, then I moved to LA at 17, did a song with The Weeknd, did a big song with Kygo, went on to release my own stuff that had lots of streams, and then, you know, went on to write for artists like Celine Dion and th- this and that, mm. and Menzel, you know, and um, I just don't limit myself. I just, I just love everything. I love all parts of art. The only thing I don't like to do is like math. Or something like that, you know. So, same. <laughs> that's honestly such a. That's probably the best. Um, I feel like you said that a lot because that's the best sort of like ninety second biography of you that we've honestly had. And I think that to to talk to what you were saying the first time I met you, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dude this girl is weird as hell and she's awesome. Like you, you truly like, you're not the type where it's like Maddie isn't, Oh, like I'm going to fake, like I'm quirky because it's part of the brand. You're just a, you're just a weirdo. I like, am. You just, 
and and it shows in the songs because I always say to right. people because you know you go to sessions and sometimes it can be so calculated and I always tell people like just live your life and the songs will come just live your life stop thinking about it it is there we do have blocks but it is there and you have to say I know you're there and I'm just blocking it sometimes you have to call it out in yourself because it is there I promise you it is it's just um, sometimes I think we overthink it. And what I've been doing in quarantine is not thinking about anything, but being the most raw version of myself more than ever. And I've had so many realizations that like I needed to have to become better this coming year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a really big, that's a really big part of it because I think like I was talking about, I think a lot of people sort of manufacture or fake that like little thing. Everybody has it. Everybody has. I just know that like, yeah, like I was saying, like you're, you're, you're yourself and not only are you yourself, but you like flaunt it. You're like, this is who I am, bitch. And you do it. One thing I'm never at a party worrying about what anybody else is thinking about me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's that, that is something that does not cross my mind. And I don't give a fuck, baby. That is not it. I am not about it. Like I, I, I think that, you know, it sounds so simple, but it's not, but just be yourself. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it's like more complicated and simple than it seems. Right? It sounds so simple. And I feel like this is a big problem. I have like living in LA there's a lot of people that are like social media cool, you know, mm. them in real life. And it's like nothing's, you know, and I'm one of those girls who I have a hard time on social media. I have a hard time. Like, I don't know what to put on it. I don't know how to sh- like, I'm real life. Cool. I know how to talk to people in person and like be with right. people. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm real life. Cool. It. Hell yeah. That's- I don't know how to <laughs> that shit. So it's like, but I, I honestly, like, I would like to be both, but I, I still would rather be real life. Cool. Than just social media. Cool. A hundred, a hundred percent. Like that's, yeah. I feel like there, I, you know, I have a small group of friends that kind of abide by that rule. And mm-hmm. I feel like we have something in common. We like, we like artists and people from sort of a different time. I, I know you love Elvis. I love Elvis. I have an Elvis tattoo. Thank everybody. I love. Right. Yeah. And, and like, I think those people are obviously not social media cool because it didn't exist. <laughs> but, um, but that like, I feel like, a part of our soul maybe like sits in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just like, and also I have a, I have a, I have a um, video on my camera roll of you. Um, bar- <laughs> I think you lost a bet, but you're barking and, and on all fours at a CVS walking <laughs> through the aisles. Closer now because of Corona. Like I imagine myself <laughs> yeah. that now and I want to throw up. I'm like, I would never touch the ground now. I would never touch anything again. Uh. Because I know. it shows you like what a hippie bitch I am because that's actually disgusting that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually disgusting. But but to be fair, I think you did lose a bet. I think we were playing like uh, odds are or whatever that thing is where you count down and we. But honestly, we that's both- really why I never get sick because I've like got an immunity to everything just being gross like that, you know. Hell yeah, I feel you. Walk Amen. around bare feet in the but dirt. I feel you. He made me like he he's so grossed out by things like he <laughs> freaks out it's like one time i was like eating doritos and i licked my finger after and he was like ah, you can't do that and now i'm always like, on my shit because he's like a super germ phobe so i had to be more conscious of it now <laughs> yeah i think i think we've all 
turned a little bit more into germaphobes. Mm. I don't know. But I think Matheson, I know you have too. Like just sanitizing if you go anywhere new. Oh, oh yeah. I have sanitizer in my purse. Like I put it on all the time now. Yeah. I literally got I have it with me at all times. Yeah. I have this like I have like a side pouch in my backpack and I have this in it and it's a full bottle. Yeah. It's just the way you live right now. I don't know if it's gonna be like that forever, but you know. You took that I'll on the uh, not the big one. Yeah. I gotta take the small ones. But yeah, I, I, I wiped down the seats and everything on the plane, you know. Yeah. Stay safe. The plane felt gross to me, honestly. I was but freaking like, out. But like Maddie, planes have been gross since the fifties. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're always gross. We just didn't know. Son. I didn't like That's it. A good but I got so I'm good. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Mm-hmm. I, I had a I I had this I had a question slash thought um, mm-hmm. when you were giving your cliff notes uh, <laughs> your cliff notes version of your life, but um, mm-hmm. I think I personally subscribe to like a similar mindset with you. It's just like just like go for it and do it, you know, and like good stuff happens. And I think like when you're talking about like yeah, you moved to Nashville and it like fucking sucked, you know, and like. And then you just met your manager and like, and then life blew up after that. Like, would you, do you think that there was like intention behind that? Or were you just like 16 and just saying like, fuck it. And it just like happened. I manifested my entire life before. I moved. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I uh, completely played visions in my mind daily of what my life would yeah. like. I steerheaded everything and believed in myself. And I think that's, a big reason because you know it's like before i moved six months before i got in a huge trouble with my parents and they told me like you're never going you're never leaving so i really had to turn it around oh shit yeah yeah because yeah, i i have some friends that like and, I, and i'd love to hear your opinion on this but i have some friends you know that that are the type of people that are just throw stuff at the wall until it sticks and i feel like they get a ton of shit all the time for like Cause they, they throw 99 things at the wall, you know, and like yeah. the whatever 98th time they're like, Jesus, like fucking give it up, you know? And, yeah. but it only takes that, you know, a hundredth time. And I don't know. It's just, it, your story kind of strikes me as that, you know, it's Honestly, just like, like yeah, I feel like I've had these dips in my career where I've almost made it so many times and yeah. it's about perspective. Like in my eyes, I'm able to, you know, pay my rent and have a beautiful place with the studio and a place I can shoot shit. So maybe I have made it. I'm happy. I have people I really love. Like in my life, I'm very lucky. But um, I think as artists, you do set these goals and it does crush you sometimes when you don't hit them, like in your timelines of your head, especially being like a young girl who was known in my town as like, I was writing crazy songs at 12, 13, 14. Mm -hmm. Everyone expected me to be like number one in the world by the time I was 16, you know? So there's a lot of pressure, but now I'm at a point where I am no longer in a rush. Now I want to take my time and listen to myself and, uh, I don't care anymore. Um, I've decided that I'm done compromising anything. My whole life, I have been Maddie, but I've also compromised. I've been with labels that have made me put out like half the songs. Maybe I chose half the songs. I didn't even like that much. And I've never fully done anything that has been fully me. That I, I've never put out all the songs that I love, that like I'm jamming to in the car. And here I yeah. am writing like 12 albums and all my friends know it and everyone loves it, but it's just my little group. So it's like, 
I'm writing for myself, you know? And, um, I just decided that moving forward, you know, like recently, like I had a call with my label and they were like, okay, we have a strategy. We want you to just do a bunch of, you know, DJ songs with European DJs. Cause that's what worked with you and Kygo. And I, at first I was like, oh yeah, great, great. Like whatever we need to do to get the streams up. And then I thought about it and I had to talk with my boyfriend cause he like, he helps ground me a lot in, in perspective check that I'm not like going the wrong way. Cause I do compromise myself a lot. And he was like, that's not the artist you look up to. That's not what you like. Like, why are you still doing this shit? And I was like, you're right. Why am I? I don't want to keep putting out EDM songs. I don't even like EDM. Like I <laughs> yeah. don't do this. I hate this. And I called him and I said, I'm fucking done. That's not our plan. We're going to come up with a new plan because that's not cool. who I am. That's not the kind of people I'm looking up to trying to, I want to be the kind of artist that I would look up to. And that's not, that's not it in my head. That's just not it for me. Maddie, it's, it's, it's crazy to hear you, you talk about sort of like, like me, I don't know, like maybe I have made it like, y yes, you have, you have, it's hard, you know, and I have as well. We're able to pay our rents off of music and that is truly all that matters. But we're also in a horrendous and beautiful industry called pop music where, you know, you turn on Instagram and you see Camila, Demi, fucking Billie yep. Eilish, all these people. And you're like, oh, I need a quarter of the streams they have. I need this. I need this. But you're on Maddie's path. I'm no one else is on your path. I think the music industry is fucked up and I'm not afraid to say it. Personally, I love all those artists. But at the same time, I'm sick of hearing the same fucking 10 people. Like I want new yeah. people. I want to hear new oh, shit. Yeah. No reason why there shouldn't be more room for new people. I'm sick of hearing the same 10 people for the past 10 years. Like I'm trying to come in this game and innovate. Like I'm not trying to do the same shit of how it's been going. And I don't care if that means less awards for me. If that means I just get one or two Grammys or some shit when it used to be 10, I don't care if it means that the things change because you mm. know, a lot of shit that's fucked up, like in every industry, but no one really calls out them. I feel like the music is the last to be called out because it's it music is so cool, right? Like no one wants to call it out. Like music is where we all turn to for the shit in the world. But at the same time, like it is fucked up because I was in the middle of it. I was with all the big dogs, all the fucking OGs of the industry. And it is fucked up the way that it's handled. And I've been front mm. in it for five years. So that was something I was thrown into at a young age and finally being 23 now and like having a perspective on like what's not okay and what is, it's just blows my mind sometimes thinking about the situations I've seen with my own eyes. What's so funny is I love, you know, having perspective at 23, <laughs> like you're so fucking young, Maddie. That's the coolest part is like, yeah, you have, you have been with, you know, every writer and every producer since you were 17 or whatever years old. And, um, and I, I just think it's, I think it's beautiful. The outlook that you have on life still, like, like a lot of people who have been through some, I mean, you've literally had, like, you had a hit with the weekend, you had a hit with Kygo, uh, like obviously a massive song. Everybody knows the song and uh, yeah, obviously all of your songs do really well, but you're still here and you're just, you're just, yeah, you know, I love putting music out and this is like how I feel. And it's just, I just think it's amazing. I think your outlook is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I really, I really do. Um, actually, this might be helpful for our listeners. The first time that I heard of you was I, I had heard the Kygo song. I didn't 
know your name yet. And then one of my friends, Somo, had you on a song. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So that's where I learned that from was you. Random. That was like the most random thing I've ever done. I love Somo, but that was like, just like that song that's is not a song I would typically like, you know, it's, it's not really the, but I love that song and I really loved working with him and, I've heard it in malls randomly. It was just one of those things that happens that yeah. you have no clue is going to happen, you know? Yeah, but it's kind of cool, though. It's just like out yeah. of the blue. And it's I, so I out heard, of the blue, yeah. I heard that song, um, and I actually, this is really crazy, but I DM'd you on Instagram when I heard that song. I was like, yo, super dope voice. This is crazy. And I had I had also started semi-working with your managers at that time, hmm. and they like filled me in on you and everything. And then... Uh, and then I heard this song, Lava Lamps. Woo! Mm. So I put it on my story and I said, this is a fucking record. This is out of control. Tweeted it. I mean, put it on Instagram stories. And this guy named Hero Delano. Yes! So he said, hey, man, uh, glad you like Maddie's song. I produced it. If you ever want to jam, let me know. And I never, Maddie, I never like hang, like I, whenever that happens, I'm like, sure, like, Maybe, mm-hmm. but I never really do. And I don't know why, but I hung with them. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, we write this song called Sweater. My sweater. We put the song. Yeah. That, and that's so crazy how this works. And uh, and then, you know, obviously we become friends and we start writing music together and we have a song that's going to come out. Someday. That is super fire. <laughs> Someday. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leave me alone, right? Leave me alone. Oh, but now everybody knows, but yes. <laughs> yeah, because didn't we perform it live or something, or did we just talk about that? We um, almost did. We're going to. You're, we're going to play the Troubadour together. Well, we've talked about it to people. They know. There's like fa- I've seen people like ta- like your fans be like, "Oh, we." I know. I know. I know. Wrong. <laughs> uh, they know. We're, it's gonna. It's gonna be a thing someday. Yeah. Um, but uh, last day but before yeah. quarantine, we were gonna play a show together, and then it happened. That's so sad. The show, it was still yeah. going to happen. And the manager called me and she she was like, oh, it'll be fine. Like, I think it's going to happen. I'll call you in a few hours. I was preparing. Then she's like, yeah, they just passed a law. Like, it's not happening. How That was literally the day that everything yeah. shut down. Yeah. Like, how fucking weird. It is and so weird to think. Everything shut down. I went to a Tame Impala concert. It was fire. Yeah. Oh, man. What a cool last concert. Relax. I remember Relax. telling... I remember talking yeah, to... To Spencer's keyboard player and our friend Andrew, but like that morning of that show, he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like this is get looking pretty serious." And I was like, "Fucking whatever. Like it's not that big a deal." And here we are, nine months later, like still fucked. And yeah, my whole album was gonna come out, and now it's been pushed to the new year sometime. Just no clue when. Just fuck it. Who cares? At this point, I can't stand it because I've been making so much music beyond this that I'm like, I don't even know who this girl is anymore like and, and it's right. a shame for the songs to not come out because they're great songs but not even where i'm at right now so you know what though just like ride that wave and you know when you guys talk about a release date you'll listen to it and you'll be like is this who i am still and if it is fuck yeah if it isn't you know you, where you, i find the trouble is that like we've spent most of the budget paying for this album and making videos for it so <laughs> yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> i love the songs it's just that like every artist, <laughs> you're like me. You're always making shit you like more. So it doesn't even yeah. matter. Story of my fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That is how it is. Um, <laughs> you. Why, Maddie? Why? 
And I, I, I love it so much, but why do you love the desert so much? Why do we love the desert so much? I'm obsessed. I love the way the, I love to just climb rocks. Like I'm crazy. My friends are so afraid of me. <laughs> I'll go out in the desert. I'm like, let's go. I start running up the mountain. I'm like a little ninja cat. Just, you know, me and Frank, <laughs> like, we're always wilding. And then my friends are like, we're going to get hurt. Like, there's right. sharp rocks, there's animals. I'm just, I don't give a fuck. I'm like a trash bag floating through life. I don't even care. <laughs> well, that's okay. So I wrote a question for, I guess, all of us to answer. <laughs> okay. But this, like, like, I think the reason, the true reason guys that I wrote this question was because I know Maddie is a person and I know what her answer is going to be. <laughs> but, um, okay. So Matheson, I'm going to ask you first, would you rather live a pretty great life, a pretty happy life, a pretty great life. You do a lot and you live till 90 years old, or would you rather live an amazing life and die at 50? Bitch, I ain't even trying to make it to 50. Like I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck when I go. Like I'm not worried about it. People get so That's mad why- saying that shit. I'm like, I don't want to live till 90. I don't want to be old and have all these issues and not be hot anymore. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> I just want to, I'm trying so hard. Like, enjoy me while you have me and don't forget me and don't forget. That's the answer that I expected you to give. <laughs> Matheson, what's your answer? I'm trying to go hard and don't forget me was really a, the right thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I feel like a loser considering uh, that I'm even thinking about the other option. Um, <laughs> don't I feel mean, like, like a loser. I'm probably the loser. Like nobody actually wants people. They well, no, no, no. I like. I agree with that mindset. Like I am a hundred percent a go for it. Fucking, I don't care kind of person normally. But the only yeah. thing that holds me back is I'm definitely interested in having a family and me dying. Too. And you don't care. You just want to be dead and fucking. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know yet. I can't decide. I can't decide. I feel like even giving someone life, like how can they be mad at me? I gave them life. <laughs> Why don't they're gonna be mad at you? I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. But don't you want to be there for it? I do. Um, okay, that's a super hypothetical question, Matheson. That's a really like hard. Well, I didn't start it. I was just saying. But <laughs> I want. I want to have the family. All is well. And then you know, let's just hope and pray that the Jesus story is true, <laughs> and He comes down to the earth and He just pushes us all up to heaven together. <laughs> Nobody to die brutally, and it will be before I'm ninety. Okay. Boom. Yeah. I like it. That's what I. It's a fantastic plan. I feel like we don't have to die. I feel like we'll ascend. Something will happen. Like we'll figure it out. Scientists will freeze us. Like something will happen. Are you? Uh, I like. Are you? We'll are you in that? Oh God! What did you what? say? No, I was just saying. I, I like the idea. Like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I like that plan. Yeah. Are you gonna say Matheson? No, I mean this is a different topic. But I was just gonna ask. Like, I mean, are you? Are you in? Are you in like the spiritual realm of things? Like, I mean, are you? Like, where do you stand all that? Not, not even religion, but just like you know. Mm-hmm. In- I am a highly spiritual lady. Let me tell you, Matheson. Yes. Highly spiritual. Highly, highly spiritual woman. Um, I think if you are truly a musician, you have to be spiritual beyond belief because the things that come through me are not from me. They're beyond me. They're above me. 
when I wake up in the morning at 7 a.m., I haven't even checked Instagram or had a fucking thought about anybody. Sometimes in that state, I'll walk to a piano, I'll just start playing something. And in this raw state, something beyond me will come through me, the most beautiful songs. And it's beyond me. And to me, that is the highest level to God I can reach is music. So I am very spiritual, whatever God is. And I'm a big nature girl. I also believe that in nature, you're closest to whatever you believe God to be. So I'm always in nature. I'm always in music. I'm very spiritual. (laughs) That's a good good way to describe it. I remember we we wrote a song one time, Maddie, that goes, If everybody died, I'd be okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only one that I've done that anyway. Right, you're the only one I want to be with anyway. It's just such a it's such a anyway. morbidly beautiful song. And I, I love yeah. that song. That's a great song. It's so cool. It's got some sort of meaning. Maybe you can go to delirious. We don't even know to the dying. We can take my mother to the dying. And why right. why do I Wi Fi when I open up my mind? <laughs> I like that one. Maybe we should do that one too. We should, we should, yeah, we should probably do that one. I, I remember I looked at Maddie and she goes, why, why do I need Wi-Fi when I got you on my mind? I was like, what the fuck? God damn, yeah. That's dope. Coming through with a zinger. <laughs> yeah, there's a few zingers that session. We were just drinking wine and. Just having fun, living life, like no pressure, no like, mm, am I going to get a song today? Like if I'm ever at a session like that, I'm just going to say. Turn off everything. Let me lay on the ground and just see what comes through, you know, like with nothing playing. No, no chords, no drums. I'm just going to la di da 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 make something up in my head. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I, I've been in some weird, stressful sessions where it's like, we need a second verse right the fuck now. <sighs> I don't I'm like, like you that. need to relax, dude. I don't know how to get the people and like break them down in a nice way of like, chill, bro, you know? Like, I don't know. You just have to know how to talk to people and not make them. People be way too sensitive. That's what I learned. Like, yeah, for sure. Can't be that sensitive out here. You got to be able to take criticism and be like own your shit and be able to say like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is kind of weird. Let me try it this way. You know? Yeah, that's a That's a huge. Yeah. People are so fucking sensitive. And it's like it's like to the point where we as artists get so nervous. I mean, I obviously you don't maybe, but sometimes I find myself getting nervous when they come up with a line and I'm like, yeah, maybe like not talking about burning me at the third degree, like whatever that stupid songwritery line is, like <laughs> burn me to the third degree, hit my line, like that stupid ass, you know? Yeah, um, that's like I hate to say it, but I don't usually write with people <laughs> because I... <laughs> I like to too. Like there are some people that they really bring something to and you're like, wow, I'm so glad that they were there. And, cool. But there's, you know, it has to be someone that I know is, is going to be that way because I've been in sessions where it's just like, yo, I just don't talk like that. Like I got this. Just let me do it. You know, like I don't need the help. I know that sounds, yeah. cool, but I don't know, man. I'm just very like, I don't ever put my voice on something of mine that I don't think is great. You know, so it's hard to just, I'm not going to just bend in the room if there's something I hate, you know? Well, yeah. And I think that there's nothing wrong with being like a little bit, I mean, you're honestly just being super honest at the end of the day. Like you, there's nothing wrong with not 
wanting to sing something that is not you. And you're really being nicer to everyone because they want to cut, right? So why would you put out a song you hate? So why not make it more like you and, you know? Yeah, and there's like little compromises you can hit. Like, like there's always that. But at the end of the day, it has to be coming from your voice or it's just bullshit. Exactly. It'd just be bullshit. It'd be bullshit. (laughs) Well, we talk about this podcast if I go and get the computer charger. Go no, ahead, go get, the, go get the charger. We'll go to, that will we're gonna, about something. I'm actually going to go pee right now, so let's <laughs> let's take an ad break right now. Woo! Ad break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, nice. Everybody peed and we got paid from our beautiful ad, uh, Spotify. Thank you, Spotify. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had a question. I had a question for, for kind of both of you guys. Um, it's on a similar topic that we're kind of talking about. And mm-hmm. this is maybe an obvious, maybe maybe the answer is obvious, but I'm just interested to know, like, do you guys think in general that art suffers in pop music right now? Or do you think that everyone is mostly being honest and the art is still there? Oof, I feel it's so half-half. Like, yeah. there's some shit mm. here that I'm like, oh, someone at a record label threw some people that can just sing in a studio and made them sing this. And then I hear shit that's, like, coming through that's uh, one of a kind, you know, like, Earthquake by Tyler, the Creator. Like, that, those kind of hits. The Billie Eilish's of the world breaking through, you know, like, when she first started out, everyone was like, oh, she dresses weird, what the fuck, you know? But that's awesome. That's innovative, like... So I think it's a mix personally, um, but I'd like it to be more of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel pretty much exactly the same. I, I think that like there's even people that do cookie cutter pop cool. Like there's a lot of people that like, like there's like really talented artists that put out really cookie cutter songs that suck. And then there's also like people that kind of just put a little edge to it and it's really cool. There's some like real straight up pop songs that, five seconds of summer does and they kill it because they add like a weird sort of like little, they go a little left on a, a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I feel the same. I think there's a lot of people that are blowing it and a lot of people that are breaking through and a lot of people that are, un- most people are undiscovered. Mm. Yeah. That's why you can't even feel, let yourself feel bad because there's so many amazing artists that just don't have a chance just how the world is these days. And I think that's why we need to, I'm not the driving force behind this, but I think that like, I would hope that the world changes, the music industry changes ideas of making it because like some, like there's some people who don't even see the Backstreet Boys as making it because they're not big and they're not like super famous anymore. I'm like, those motherfuckers make a hundred million dollars a year. What do you mean they didn't make it? Yeah, dude, they're fucking spathing in money. Like, like there's like five people who make it Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, you know, three other giant acts. And like, that's like making it, but it's not true. Yeah. It's like Rihanna, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish. Right. 
few other people. All ladies, baby. Drake, obviously Drake. Actually, no, though. Most of it is men because I'm just remembering. I know, I know. But I was seeing this here on the all the billboard and all that. I was counting it. Most of every list was like 80% or more male. Every one of them. Like top 10 artists, top 10 this, top 10 that. It was crazy. Yeah, it seems like we're the industry is sort of focused on... Uh, I mean, it, I, I definitely think it's harder as a woman in the industry to make it for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I think it is more of, yeah, it's just, it's just more difficult. I mean, you can obviously speak to that because you are a woman in the industry. I think that, you know, there's a lot of, it's mostly male dominated. If you mm-hmm. play the cat and mouse and you want to be sexy, you get far. But there comes a point where why do you have to do that? Like, <laughs> why should you have to do that? You know, so then you got to hope that your talent will guide you in your strength and then on top of that we live in a world where like women are easily pitted against each other uh, because of males like placing insecurities in our head which is really sad mm-hmm. and i think that that's something that's been going on for like thousands of years and it's just got to like wake up and not be controlled anymore like you just got to not mm-hmm. I, w- I would really hope that we're headed in that direction because like even even in like the acting industry, when when men when men hit forty years old, it's like fuck yeah, you're now like an, a little bit of an older type, like a handsome action hero. When women hit forty, they sort of get put in a box where it's like, well, you're not thirty anymore, and you're not sixty, so you're kind of like a little too old. And it's just like it's it's really whack, you know how how that kind of happens. And I feel maybe the same thing happens in music, I guess, um, in the same yeah. way. Yeah, which is why I think it's, you know, so cool, like what Sia did for so long, like just didn't even show her face because fuck these motherfuckers, you know, (laughs) like, and she killed it. And it really goes to show that people, people care way too much about image. It's not always about talent. That's a sick example, actually. That's a perfect example of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to be told all the time, like, you know, you're getting fat. These pictures are unflattering of you. You need to delete them off your Instagram, like, you know, and instead of that, I, I can even understand like someone being concerned about your health. Like, hey, are you going through something like you seem in a dark place? Maybe you had a big weight gain or like I can understand, like if you checked in from a loving place and said, like, as a label or something, we'll mm-hmm. offer to like maybe fund some sessions with a trainer if you want or like help you solve the problem of what you're going through, get you a therapist. But instead, they just tore down tore down and i don't think that's ever the answer so that happens a well, lot well i think overall i i i just admire your beautiful outlook on the industry and life even after any bullshit that you've been through and i just think it's really rad that you're like yeah let's fucking make music and you're just super happy i think it's awesome you can't let anyone like kill your shine you know yeah but it's very easy to kill your shine i did for a while i was pretty i think like i'm still in a way scarred forever because my friends want me to care more about myself and my music and my life and stuff but i just can't (laughs) listen i make music i'm gonna put it out but what what has broken me down is made me lose any expectations i think it's actually good for me no. Yeah, I mean, Matheson has been around for most of my phone calls where it's like, hey, you don't you, you don't get to go on this tour like we promised. You don't get this record deal. You don't get this amount of money. You don't get this opportunity. It's like, yeah, you've seen it. I mean, it 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 does. I have zero expectations like you. I'm like, 
it, they're like, oh, you got this tour. I'm like, I'll Thank I'll you. have the tour at the first show. Oh, I know. How many times, <laughs> oh, this per- this huge artist wants to cut our song. Oh, this movie you're going to try out for. Oh, it's like, yeah, you know, you, you just keep trying. You're going to win some eventually. <laughs> I'll believe it when I'm on set is what I say. Yeah, I'll believe it like the day of when I'm showing up to the set. Yeah. Right. Don't get too excited. Right. So here's here's another question mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, and as you know, I'm going to hate saying this, but <laughs> both of you guys being attractive people. That was mostly oh, you, Maddie. I did not want to say that to Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I was actually just talking to a friend about this yesterday. Um, like I'm a big fan of D'Angelo and he like put out this music video. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's like literally just him naked and you can like almost see his dick. And like, that's like the whole video. (laughs) And he like quit music for like 18 or 19 years because he just became like a sex icon and he didn't want to be a sex icon. He wanted to be known for his music. And I just like, I'm just interested. I was, I was thinking about that because it happened yesterday, but I was, I was like, you know, just for you guys, like, does that, does it ever like worry you? Like, do you ever get worried that you're like, uh, people just see me because I look good or whatever, you know? I'm not going to like lie to you. I know. I'm not saying that I have insecurities. Like I have beat most of my insecurities <laughs> to oh, be good. honest with you. Um, and I do love myself and I do think I'm beautiful, but I'm not a person who ever walks. This is just the truth. I'm not a person who ever walks around thinking like people think I'm pretty. People think I'm hot. Like I grew up kind of like not a cute girl. Like I was awkward at some point I had the braces and the whole awkward thing going on. So when that kind of thing happens to you, it, it kind of puts you in life of like, Oh, you think I'm cute? Like, wow. Like every time someone tells me I'm pretty, I'm kind of shocked. Like I'm not one of those people that just assumes people think I'm pretty, you know? But yeah. I would like to be a sex icon. Fuck it. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> That's the second part is for real. Like I'm like, to answer your question, Matheson, I, I don't really worry about that because I feel like, and I think you could speak to this too, Maddie. I think our music is obviously sits a, sits above, like it's not just like we're putting out baby making music only. We put out a yeah. lot of music with different vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if someone thinks that I'm super attractive, like a, any sort of a fan, that's great news. Like I'm, I'm in for it. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be a sex icon 2021. Come on. I feel like I'm weird sexy, if that makes sense. Like, I never just want to be <laughs> showing her body and trying to be hot. I want there to always be a weird twist to it. Like, I'm dressed as some strange animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I you have, like, a weird like, magician's robe. I just want to be, like, hot and naked with the animal head on or something. Like, <laughs> I don't want to just be that. Because, like, even coming up, I've been make- shooting all these videos. And one of these videos I'm putting out, Man Needs a Woman, for Man Needs Woman, I'm like, it's really, it's a sexy video, guys. Like, I'm there's a point where I'm in a bodysuit that's almost completely see through. There's just some diamonds covering the stuff, you know. And it's really just, awesome. it was very like shocking for me to watch this video of myself because it's highly risque and it's not like anything I've ever done before. So I'm still warming up to this idea, but I don't ever want to be like fully sex yeah makes sense yeah people okay this also sounds so egotistical i don't even want to say this out loud i don't but i need to be honest people will walk up to me probably just because i'm tall and they'll say like oh you must be a model you must be a model i don't want that like (laughs) 
want that. No offense to the models, but I'm not a fucking model. Like I'm just not, you know? So I, yeah, but I think a lot of models are five, eight and taller and five, yeah, I think that makes sense. That, that that would make sense that someone would come up to you and say, hey, are you a model? And people yeah. also think artists, but if I'm just in like workout clothes or something, they'll be like, oh, are you a model? You're a model. And I don't want that. And here's the thing as an artist, you have to think about your brand. And I hate that because I feel like I never want to be in the box. I'm all these things, but the world just doesn't get me. And how do you turn that into a brand? So like one thing I try to think about is, Maddie, don't just be some girl that's sexy and pretty. Like you're not that. So... Uh, one thing that's helped a lot is like since dating my boyfriend, he'll be like, yo, the most beautiful you are is when you don't have any makeup on and your hair's down. Mm, Lately, good boyfriend. I've been owning that and I've been feeling so much b- more beautiful and happier. And I feel like I'm finding myself and now I'm taking pictures and doing shoots without makeup and like my hair just wild like this. And I'm just loving that. So I'm living in that yeah. space right now. Yeah, I think we should probably give Frankie a shout out for being a good boyfriend and saying that. Shout out, Frankie. Frankie is um, a great boyfriend. Yeah, great artist too. Cool, yeah. good, good, nice yeah. producer, nice singer, really <laughs> cool dude, really nice guy. All around um, A plus. All around A plus. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that's a healthy way to look at to look at yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're we're all just like artists of all kind. We're all just messy minded motherfuckers. That's what we are, you know. I think like the most thing is just like to not get lazy because it's so easy to, as an artist to think, oh, all these people are going to just do it for me. Like I have this, I have that. No, they're not. No one's going to do it but you. And I haven't no even. No one cares as much as you. I let my managers go last year and I've like been a lone dog and I've shot more videos than ever. Like right now, this past month, I've completely on my own, like written and produced an entire video with my friend Marcus. He directed it, did all the CGI, just him and I alone, like put together a crazy video. That's a full movie in like three minutes. And it's insane, you know? And I didn't have anybody down my ear saying, Oh, don't wear that top. Like, fuck you. You know, I'm so sick of it. Sorry. I've said, you know, a lot of of people beyond just have to know what I've been through. For everybody listening, Maddie says, fuck you. I found liberation. I found freedom, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think as a, as an uh, as an as a manager as of an artist, right? Uh-huh. Like you, when when you sign with a manager, you're like, oh shit, you're gonna get me shows, you're gonna get me videos, you're gonna do this for me, this for me. Yeah. Not really. Like the manager's true job, the real job of a manager is to correctly manage your entire career yeah. and set up scheduling and set and negotiate your deals and stuff. And that's like what it is. And I had the same thing when I first started with my manager. I was like. Why isn't stuff happening? And then when I started doing stuff, it started happening. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And it's like, you got to still do shit for yourself. I'm sure T Swift in the weekend and, and Dua Lipa, they still do shit for themselves. They really do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like, I, that, that's a, that really spoke to me when you said that, because I had this, like for two years, I was like, why am I not on tour? Why am I not? And then I started DMing random people like, Hey, can I go on tour with you? And they're like, yeah, sure. The most I've ever gotten done is just like this past two months damning people and stuff. Oh, I'm telling you, it's the move. It's the vibe. It's just direct. Like, hey, can I just send you my album? If you hear the music, in my opinion, it's undeniable. So, you know, the right person will be about it. And I know I'll find that person. I've been really struggling to find the right manager, especially in like the pandemic time. But I just got to keep trying. And um, I know the right person will come for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. A, you just got to chill out and there's yeah. no rush, you know? It'll come when it comes. That's the thing for me. Like, being with someone for six years before this, I'm not taking it lightly. I don't really? want anyone. Like, I want the person to be someone I'm obsessed with. So I'm really being, like, very selective about it. Yeah, you want to be looking in their windows and yeah. seeing what they're, what they're doing every night. Like, I love you. I'm obsessed. I'm, you know... <laughs> What kind of movies they watch? Everything. I need to know the whole one. <laughs> <laughs> Matheson, you're you're really good at describing the Mount Rushmore. We should ask Maddie that question. Oh, okay. Yes. So we have a uh, we have a reoccurring segment on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you are you are President Noise, okay. and Ooh. um, you get to you get to redo Mount Rushmore with with your top oh. four artists. Your top um, four artists or bands? Band. Yeah, you know, whatever. Just act. Four? Four. That's what's on Mount Rushmore. So you're getting rid of whoever's on there. I'm gonna give one of them to Frank Ocean. Okay. Yes. Excellent choice. I know that. Channel Orange was the most life changing album of my life. Oh hell yeah! Obviously, Elvis is my king. Yes. Elvis is getting a spot. Um, jeez. And the rest is like a mad toss up between Lana, Rihanna, Johnny Cash, and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> like damn, it was almost all rhyme, which I really would have been great. And every time, Johnny Cash and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, that's a new. <laughs> um, can we can we take can we take like thirty seconds thirty seconds to ninety seconds to talk about Elvis Presley? Yes, I have his poster on my bed, my childhood bedroom ceiling, and like so many things of him. Maddie, my entire bedroom upstairs mm-hmm. is. All Elvis. I have a six foot Elvis cutout. I have a signature. I have every piece of memorabilia. Wow. I'm. I do too. I, I am. Do too. You know, I, I I'm obviously a straight man, but I am not straight for Elvis. I mean, it's like that. You know, it's like that joke. How many days in prison would you last before? You know, zero. This one with Elvis. <laughs> but um, Elvis, Elvis is uh, he's he's amazing and. It's been crazy because one of my mentors in LA is Linda Thompson, which was the last woman. Holy shit. And she was the last woman to date him. Yeah. So she was with him for like over three years, I believe. And she sat with me and told me some crazy Elvis stories. Like she still has Elvis jewelry that he gave her. She tells me all this like secret inside stuff about like, I ask her all these questions and I feel, and she always tells me, she's like, you have the soul of Elvis because I'm from the same town as him. I grew up in the same town. I know. I know you are exact same place. We both have that same, like I'm like a girl from the South. I mix in like a bit of soul with pop. And like, I feel like the fact that she said that made my life, (laughs) you know, I'm like, what are you saying? He lives inside of me. Yes, please. But also um, he can live inside of me in all aspects. (laughs) (laughs) Elvis is great. Um, Forever an icon forever in our hearts. Thank you, Elvis. I can't believe that you know Linda Thompson because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I'm the amount of an Elvis fan where it's scary. I know his shoe size. I know his height. Mm-hmm. I know who Linda Thompson is. I know who Ginger Alden is. I know who Priscilla, like I know all these people. So like, I you know about, she lived at the house. Um, she, you know, she would make him like grilled cheese every night, even though they had a chef, yep. like she, she he wanted her to make it cause he loved her and, she, he wanted it to be full of love, you know, stuff like that. Like just cute little stuff. She's told me that she also has a book that says a lot of really interesting stuff about Elvis. That's crazy called a little thing called life. You should read it. 
I've been meaning to read that book. I know that book. Inside. That's very cool in that book. Like how they met at this old movie theater and like to their little crazy memories and insane stuff he would do. And it was cool. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing about him is he was such a weirdo and that's what makes him magical is that. Yeah. And I, and I think, I mean, y'all aren't that far off. You're a weirdo. He's a weirdo. You're, you're guys, you guys are both from, you're right down the road from, from Tupelo, right? Exactly. Like right down the road. Yeah. That's so crazy. I've been to his childhood home. I've been to Graceland. I've seen it all. Yeah. Yeah. I have a picture of me like fake kissing him on the bridge of Graceland that my mom got me uh-huh. a huge printout. It was so cute. That is so beautiful. I, I'm sure we could, I, I think we will bore people if we keep talking about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to everyone who doesn't understand the great, but also I'm not sorry. You should really step your game up. and learn. You should about. really look into the life of Elvis Presley. He was such an interesting and hmm. interesting person. And, uh, he's the type of person that brought together all cultures, all people yes. with a, a, a universal lover, like, he was super innovative of his time, of just the time it was. He did. He was so awesome and loving, accepting of all people, and just truly wonderful. That's the most. That's the most beautiful part about him that I think sometimes is forgotten. Is mm-hmm. he is he embraced all cultures, mm-hmm. all sexualities, all yeah. whatever it was. He was like, "I love you for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I don't care what skin color, what orientation." And and like I think that is kind of like sort of overlooked sometimes how 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 like monumental that is of him you know yeah i mean for most yeah i don't want to go on I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right 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 we could talk about elvis for three hours <laughs> i'm kidding but yeah you get it <laughs> ep forever mm-hmm. do you uh I, I only have one one final question but are there any podcast worthy tour slash gig slash yeah, hell yeah slash music life stories that the people need to know crazy stories yes yeah uh stories oh my gosh like i have a million crazy stories okay so you were on tour obviously like you've been on tour (laughs) well you've been on tour a couple times you've been obviously like i went to go see you when you were opening for noah cyrus and wild night oh my gosh i want to hear yeah no we we had some tequilas together after it was great. No, that um, got in like a huge fight in the bathroom. Miley Cyrus broke it up and I wrote a song about it. That's coming out on my album the next day. Oh shit. <laughs> For example, that song is called one night. I, to be honest with you, I hadn't at the time I hadn't seen the guy I was dating in a month in a month. I was on tour for a month. Um, mm-hmm. It's called misunderstanding this song. You were there for this, but you probably don't remember it. Okay. I snuck in all those people backstage. Remember like way more than I was supposed to. We all held hands and snuck in together. I remember. I forgot. And I never do this. Like I don't judge anyone, but I personally, I'm not like on any medicines, but a long time ago, someone in my family who was prescribed Klonopin, uh gave me an emergency Klonopin if I ever had a panic attack. That day of that show, I was freaking out because it was L.A. and I was having a panic attack. I took the Klonopin. I forgot about it. I forgot. That night, I was slamming whiskey and (laughs) pills and drink. Things happen that you don't remember. Demons come out of you that have never risen before. (laughs) You know, like it's not a good combo. So me and my mans at the time, we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And we got into a misunderstanding at that show. We got into the bathroom backstage. 
I was yelling at him about something <laughs> in the bathroom. Miley Cyrus came in because it was the No Cyrus show and it was LA. She's like, oh my God, girl, are you okay? Like, what, are you good? Like, she thought I was like <laughs> in trouble, you know? It was super embarrassing. But because I can make sense of this, because I wrote a great song out of it, to me, it's worth it. This is how I work. Like, every horrible thing that happens to me, I wow. make it worth it by writing a song about it. Mm-hmm. But that's Hell not really yeah. a great story. That's just a story where you just happen to be there. I'm sorry. That's not that's even a great, a great story. Example. It's okay. Yeah, I, I think any story, including Miley Cyrus breaking up a fight, is a dope story. <laughs> that's I'll, true. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a cool story. Do do you have? I mean, do you, I guess do you have any more? Whether it's a crazy party on the road on tour or whatever it is, like I, I, I'm just like. As you know, like I've toured for a couple of years now, a few years now, and we, Matheson is my, I, I don't even know if you know, but he's my live drummer on tour, oh, but he's yeah, also my. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we. So we all hung out. You had all your band members there the last time. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, so we, we've had some crazy nights, but have you had any, like, I guess, wild, wild, wild uh, tour nights that have gone good or bad? Mm. Probably both, huh? Jeez, I mean, yeah, I really have really done it's, it all. It's fair if you don't remember either. <laughs> no, I do. I remember so many things that um that it's hard to choose one. Let's see, I was on that tour, I went all over Europe. Mm. Wild nights there. Um that I don't want to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> things are coming. Uh, wow. I mean, mm. I saw that go through your head and be like, "Oh, I can't tell that story." Like, so years of things are flying through my mind. I'm trying to yeah. choose, choose the best one. Um, honestly, like. Do you guys ever wake up in your sleep and like talk to people or anything? <laughs> Holy shit. He does. And don't let him tell you that he doesn't. I guess I do. <laughs> you do? You guys talk to each other in your sleep? Oh, I don't know if I do, but. Matheson, what do I say when I wake up in the middle of the night? Like, just says, like hey, well, you've said some horrifying weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was my story. I said some horrifying stuff to okay, my. Well, you, yeah, you go, you go. There was one night where my boyfriend, <laughs> he was still awake and he was. Sleeping next to me, and I just woke up and I said, "It's a nightmare! It's a nightmare!" It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and like this voice, and it was so scary. But honestly, like I can't like all my crazy experiences. They're not always on tour. Like for instance, let me tell you this one. Right? Okay. So like two months ago, I'm in New York, and I'm visiting my boyfriend's family. They're like, you know, they're really cool, but they're they're older, they're Rus- Russian. So Russian was their first language. And everyone that's in this family, like I'm the outsider, you know, like I'm the girl that's not Russian or Jewish. So it's like I, I fit in, but I'm still new and I'm still like getting used to everything. And um, we're all sitting on his back porch and... Uh, you know, there's there's two really good stories about this trip, but I love to, to reference. So we're sitting on the back porch, and his parents are up on, like, the, the little thing thing where you look over, and we're, like, down a level on a couch. So they're higher up, and we're down here. 
and I'm sitting on this couch and I look up, his dad's on the little porch and down comes hanging a massive, massive, massive spider, massive spider. It's tangling <laughs> one. It's coming down to the left of his father's face, his father, who I am trying to impress and be the sweet little girl. And you know, like, I don't want to mess up. So his, his father's sitting here, here dangles down the spider. I say very calmly, I say, Igor, don't freak out. Uh, to your left, there is a massive spider. Just move away. And probably <laughs> he hits the spider with his hand and it flies and bitch slaps me in the fucking face. <laughs> okay? Now I'm screaming. I get up like, <laughs> I've never been touched like this by a spider. I am just on another level of horror of horror like i don't know how to react like this thing just was touching my face it just flew in my face and hit me like and everyone's acting like i'm the crazy one they're like oh sit down babe it's just a spider it's fine you know i'm like yo you didn't just that just just didn't happen with tarantula (laughs) that that wasn't just that was a tarantula you know so that happened and then like two days later it's his birthday right and you know we already celebrated his birthday multiple times like i was thinking it's a monday we've already celebrated we're not really going to do shit today we'll just maybe have some food tonight with his parents because we've already been celebrating all week and it was just no no one could come hang out it was it was a low night so that day i decided to take a hundred milligrams of thc edibles during during the day i took a pill (laughs) a hundred milligrams of thc so I am fine all day. It never hits me when we're hanging out all day. I'm good. All of a sudden, you know, it comes, rolls around to nighttime. His mom pulls me aside. She's like, you know, she calls me Mattia because she's rushing with Mattia. What are we going to do for his birthday tonight? We don't have anything but a cake. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to just run out to the store and like buy a ton of stuff, you know, like snacks, liquor, chips, whatever. Like I'm going to make this shit cute real quick for the like the two people that are coming over or whatever. (laughs) So right as I say this, you know, like I'm starting to feel a little bit. I get to the store. I get all the snacks. I get the liquor. It's all last minute. I buy the pizzas like I'm pulling it off, even though I didn't know there was going to be a party. Like I'm pulling it off. I get back. Oof, those edibles, they start to hit. They are hard. I am trying to finish the cheese plate and I can barely cut the cheese. (laughs) I am losing it. Like, I just finished the cheese plate and I am just going into a dark world of I cannot even speak. So all of a sudden, all these people, all his friends do start coming, you know, <laughs> after all, and their girlfriends and all that. And they're um, all kind of looking over at me and I just can't speak. I just can't speak. I can <laughs> speak and my eyes are watering and I look insane. So then his his dad says, you know, Matty, we need you to cut the cake. <laughs> I'm like, I might as well be performing brain surgery right now because I can't even... <laughs> know how I'm going to cut this cake because I am so fucked up. But I have to do it, right? Because like I can't look like a fool right now. So I just really focus and I start cutting the cake and I'm so lit. Like I could barely do it. Like, it is really hard. It is really, 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 really hard. <laughs> then, all right. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Before the cake, this is the main selling point. <laughs> I skipped the whole thing. Before I had to cut the cake. Oh, I just fucked it all up. But anyway, before I had to cut the cake, they said, Maddie, like come back here. 
light all of these candles on this cake. I am so fucked up. I'm trying to light these candles. I'm almost lighting my hand on fire. Like I've lit multiple, I've almost lit my shirt on fire three times. I've dropped the candle. I'm looking really bad. Like his dad is thinking I'm like maybe a drunk. I don't know. So yeah, first I had to get all the candles lit as lit as I was. I had to light all those candles. Then I had to carry the cake out and cut the cake. This lit. It was like the most challenging thing I've ever had to do in my life. I was so embarrassed. And later that night, when his parents went to bed, I just pulled all his friends aside. I was like, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm on 100 milligrams of THC. Like, I could barely function right now. Just hang out with me another day. I'm so sorry. Like, I can't do this. 100 milligrams is fucking scene. I set the scene. I, I set the party scene, and I just bounced out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I set the scene. That's all that matters. I, I set the cheese plate. I had the chips. I had the fruit. I had the pizzas. I had the the the, the drinks. Like, at least I did that. I cut the cake, and that was that was as much use as they were getting out of me that night. I set the scene. I set my hand on fire. I. <laughs> <laughs> it was so embarrassing. It was like the funniest story ever because. It's just something that like you just had to be there for, but just telling my friends right. back later, they're just dying because. Well, the way that you just described that <laughs> is obviously that happened exactly the way that you said it because the way you described it was so detailed, and yeah, that that was a wonderful story. That's exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> so I can't forget. A <laughs> hundred milligrams, Matheson. I think I've seen you on a hundred milligrams, and you were a vegetable. Oh my god! I thought I thought that we were on a different planet. I was convinced that we were on a different planet that only had buses on it. it was, mm. Oh yeah! Wow. Wasn't my favorite. Yeah, bus world. Bus world. We were in a tour bus when this happened. No, we were walk. We were weirdly um, walking through a, an area, or like driving through an area that was like a like a school bus mm-hmm. like parking lot. And he, yeah. l- I don't know why, but lost his mind. And said, "Why are there only school buses here? Why is this a bus world?" Mm-hmm. Well, like right before, before it, I was like, it was myself and uh, one, our one of our friends, Alex. We took we took some stuff, and then I was like it hit pretty quick. And then I was like inner monologuing with myself. I was like, all right, don't be weird. Like just mm-hmm. have, like, you can do this, like have fun with your friends. And then like, when I like came back to reality, we were like driving through a fucking, like just a school bus lot. I have no idea why. And I was just not prepared for that to be the reality that I come back to. And come back to a bus world. Yeah. <laughs> like, you this bus world. All you want, like, don't be weird, like yeah. talk. But it, when you're really in that sunken place, there is no words. There are no words. There is no way to find them. You are a different version of yourself that is like pretty much. Mm. Yeah. If you're, if you're in the anxious place, like I remember I was in that we, so we, I guess some of us partook and then we got on this sub, I guess it was a subway. It was the, the train or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were riding into the, into New York city from Flushing or something like that, like mm-hmm. Queens. And I thought the train was for sure going to just go off the tracks, just oh. into the abyss. And I kept looking at Matheson and everybody and be like, yo, 
do you guys feel the like looseness in the wheels? Like this train's about to go off the tracks right now. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, it's a real thing guys. Like the, the last time I took edibles like that, a hundred milligrams, I was on an airplane for six hours. I oh. getting Wi-Fi and deciding that I need to redefine my life purpose and I signed up for a month-long production school. and I learned how to produce music because of it. So it's actually a good thing after yeah. all. Did it work? Yeah, that was like a month ago. I've been making my own beats and shit. It's fire. Hell yeah. That's amazing. That's cute. It's actually really dope. That's actually like a really, it led to something dope. <laughs> you need to learn more. Like you have to figure your life out, bitch. So I, I just said, <laughs> let's just take a new step. Like let's try to not rely on anybody for anything ever. Let's go. Yes. Yes. We should not rely on anybody for anything ever. Let's go, bitch. That's the number one quote I could ask for. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah, seems to be the theme of this whole night. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It really does. Is it uh is it time? Is it time for one word? Oh shit. I guess so. Um you go first, Matt. Okay, so Maddie, on this podcast, mm. we before we go, we we sort of Pick one word that mm-hmm. describes our day so far today. Uh, um, Matheson, go first if you know. I'm gonna go with nostalgic. Mm. Why so? Why so? I don't know. I just had a very like it's 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 like very pretty like winter raining here, and I just like I've been working on some music stuff today in like my old you know, my family's house and it's like been pretty raining and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. I've just been thinking about a lot. It's been, that's a, that's a good word. Yeah. I think mine is probably dreary, but not bad dreary. Like yeah. sort of, it's just been like a rainy slow day here, but, um, but not bad. I think it's just been like actually kind of a weird vibe, like kind of a good weird vibe. So dreary is my word. What about you, Maddie? I have three words. It's okay. Yeah. I like to break rules. I like to do my own thing. So break. I want to go with change the game to three words. I'm going to go with present, warm, and chartreuse. Ooh, chartreuse. Felt very green today, but fancy green. Fancy green. Chartreuse, that is- a nice chartreuse. Yeah, it was present because I still have my grandparents alive and seeing them like when they're older, like my grandpa, he's 94. He had a bad fall this week. His whole face was like cut up and just seeing him in person. It's like you have to be so present and so thankful Mm. that you still have this time. It's really warm because like my boyfriend's here with me and he's been just like such a beautiful person to experience this this time at home with because he's so like understanding and. Uh, thankful for family and he's been like just such a good partner in this time and then chartreuse you know that's my nickname for my dog this month i changed his name every month last month it was figginson figgy for short this month it's chartreuse and it felt very green out today and i just smoked a lot of weed today so yeah there you go that's absolutely wonderful maddie i love you i love your soul i um am Honored to be friends with you, and um, I'm I'm so thankful that you came on our podcast. Wins lunch. Oh my god, uh, it's so fun! Thank you for having me. I love you. Of course, 
tell tell I guess tell everybody where they can find you on all social media or Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. M A T Y N O Y E S. You can't get rid of me, baby. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the perfect <laughs> way to describe Batty Noise right there. Um, Love you guys. Have a lovely, lovely time with your families and enjoy the new year. Well, hold, hold on. You got to hold, hold on, on Maddie. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Relax. Okay. Just relax. Just relax. That's all you got to do is you just got to relax. I'm sorry. I thought it was the end. Matson, go ahead. Oh, it's about to be the end. So we're going <laughs> to ask you, or I'll ask you one final question. Ooh. And it's very, very important that you don't, that you don't think about it too much. It's okay, just, okay, a, okay. just guttural. All right. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Let's go Three, three, two, one. When's lunch? When's lunch? Right now. Maddie, no lunch. <laughs> <laughs>